Right, good evening, Mover Abaisai. We are up to Shara Chuva Perik Beis in Chavis Last night we began with the first category of who the Chavis Avavis kindly calls them within the category of those doing Chuva. Although he was pretty harsh with that group, saying you can't really say they're doing a form of Chuva because it's merely lip service. They said, ah, shouldn't have done that. But as we'll see really in Paragimel, what the difference between one person's remorse is and another person's remorse. It seems almost like a contradiction in the Chavis Avavis' words itself. We'll have to explain it. So the first category was the Rishoyim, they do Averis, and they don't think too much about it even when they do it. They don't really feel guilty. And after they did it, and the desire is not there anymore, that push, that strong temptation to indulge in that non-kosher activity or food or Lashon Hara, etc., is gone from them. And they say, ah, that was silly. What did I do that for? But we'll see the, the reason why he's not called someone who is a Baal Tshuva is because the, he is not on a road to Tshuva. He hasn't done any steps to start going in the right direction. And that's why such a person can't be called a Baal Tshuva. Merely he's talking lip service. Befiu, but now it is lave. Belashoyne, but now with action. And on the contrary, sometimes that uh, guilty conscience for those few moments could be actually detrimental to him. Because he thinks in his own mind, ah, I'm so good now, I've had remorse, I feel bad. But since he hasn't really done an iota in terms of changing his way and taking the right direction back, therefore he's not called a Baal the second category of people. This is already the middle category. Hashov Beliboy Uveivorov. So here's a person who's doing tshuva, not only confessing in his mind, but with action. And how so? He's able to use his intellect, which what he knows is right, to go against his Yetzara. And he is victorious. He stops his Yetzara from pushing him to go into sin. And he behaves in a way of pushing himself. He's a person who's out there for the battle. Ms. Yetzara is pushing him. Come on, go eat that non-kosher food. Take a bite out of that cheeseburger. Go tell that Lashonara to your friend. Go look at these things that you can't look at. And he says, no, I'm not going to do that. It's not the right thing. I know I'm not going to gain from it. I know that's not what Hashem wants. And he holds himself back. He wins. He's menatzeach. And he holds back. He holds back from what Hashem loathes, what Hashem despises and hates. Wow, that's great. This person already, he's he's a righteous person. He's not yet the quintessential Baal Tshuva. Why not? What's missing? So listen to this. You have to hear the psychology of I would say it's people, but we're those people. We have to see the psychology of ourselves, how we operate. And Chavos is, is going to show it to us. If we don't see it ourselves, if we're not in tuned enough ourselves, he's going to explain it to us. Says the Chavos Avavis, Ella, but there's one thing that's missing here. Shenavshoi roitze lahatoisei tomid el hepech avoides But really... 
he desires to go against Hashem. He really is hoping and longing for that Avera. In other words, he really wants to eat that cheeseburger. He really wants to indulge in this forbidden activity. But he knows it's not the right thing to do. And therefore he says, I'm going to hold myself back. Now, such a person, you can't expect that is going to go to win the battle all the time. And therefore, he, he, he attempts to hold back, he attempts to not give in to his Yetzirah. Sometimes he wins, sometimes he loses. In other words, the person who may, he's not ready to get rid of that entire base desire that he has. He's not ready to, to, to give up the fact that he really likes to, to, to uh, enjoy this pleasurable activity which is forbidden. Now, he knows it's not the right thing to do and therefore he has enough Yerushalayim, he has enough courage to fight it. He really wants to speak Lashon or hear some Lashon or hear some gossip and he doesn't want to say, no, I never want to hear it anymore. I'm not interested in it. It's not me. It's not, it doesn't entice me anymore. He's not at that level. And he's not at the level yet to actually squash all of that desire entirely. He leaves the door open. Now, I don't think what he means is uh, what the famous Gemara at the end of Nadarim, which is quite a bizarre incident that the Gemara tells us over there, the concept of Mayim Genuvim Yimtaku. It's a Pasik in Mishlei, which Melech also depicts and gives us an insight into our own way of the mechanics of how we work and the psychology of a person. Mayim Genuvim Yimtaku. Stolen waters is sweet. Now, water is not sweet, water is bland, it's colorless, it's tasteless. But when it's stolen, oh, it has such a sweet taste. What does Shlema Melech mean over here? So the Gemara brings a whole Misa about a certain adulterer who entered into somebody's house when the husband wasn't home. And all of a sudden the door is opening up and the husband enters. So before the husband comes in, the guy hides out in the closet. The husband comes in, sits down at the table, and he's about to take a bite of one of the food on the table. But the fella in the closet saw that a snake had come there in the interim and... Took, take, it took a bite out of that and instilled its venom into that food. And if the, the fellow there, the husband sitting at the table, would eat this, he would drop dead. So he's about to eat it. All of a sudden, the guy comes out of the closet and said, Don't eat that thing. A snake just came and is poison. Excuse me, who are you? Thank you for saving my life, but who are you? And it became apparent that he had entered to, to be Mazana with this person's wife. So the case came before Rabbi. He says, could we trust that, uh, that she's still permissive, permitted to, to her husband? So Rabbi says, well, if he came out and said, save the guy, then it's permissible because otherwise he would have let the guy eat the food and that's it. And then he can marry his wife. So the Gemara says, well, isn't that obvious? If he really wanted to marry the person's wife, let him eat from the food and then the wife is his. The Gemara says, no. Because Shloyma Melech tells us Mayim genuvim yimtaku. Sweet waters, stolen waters is sweet. And the Gemara says we would have thought, without Rav's psak, we would have thought that the guy really saved the husband 
in order to keep the husband alive, and then he would be able to consort with his wife in a forbidden way. So is the way the mind works in the eight Sahara works on the person. So it could be that's what the Chavazavavas is talking about over here, that the person still wants to leave room to have the desire to sin. And at times he'll sin, and at times he will win the battle. But therefore, even though he has done an element of tshuva, but but this is certainly not in the category of a complete tshuva. When someone does a complete tshuva, that he wants to eradicate what he was doing wrong and only and, and eradicate the desire, that's worthy of a full atonement from Shemayim. This person, the truth is, he has reached a tremendous madrega. I mean, he's on a, a certain level, what's, what we call in the Bali Musa called Kvishas Hayetzer. He's at the level he's able to subdue his temptation. It's a tremendous le- level. In the uh, first Mishnah, Mesakta Savas Berek Dalit says, Ezeu Gibor, Ben Zayma tells us, Ezeu Gibor, Hakoyvesh Es Yitzray. Someone who could subdue his Yitzray, that means he has a Yitzray, and he's battling with it. And he's able to subdue it, he's able to conquer it. He's a Gibor. He is someone who is the true Gibor. He's someone who's strong. But yet, he's leaving over this, this desire within him to be Shoyef El Avera, to still long for the Avera. And knowing that he doesn't really want to give in to the Eitzara, at least not all the time. And therefore, he's not a complete Baal Tshuva that's worthy of a full atonement. Until he is completely away from that Avera. And he quotes the Pesach in Yeshayi Kameshikos of Lochain. Therefore, the Navi tells us, you know when the person is going to get full atonement for his sin? You know when the Avoyin Yaakov is going to get atonement? And when he's going to, the whole sin will be removed? That's when he takes the whole altar that he is worshipping and serving, in that particular case was talking about Avedizara, but we can apply it to any Avera. When he takes the altar that he's been serving and he smashes it completely. In the case that Kavazavavas is talking about, this particular person here has the altar there. He says, but every time I have a temptation to offer up some some offering a sacrifice to Madri Avedizara, I'm going to hold back. I'm going to say, no, yeah, so I don't want to do it. You don't want to do it, so smash the, the altar. He's not ready to do that. He's not ready to do that. He's the person, he has one of these devices. It could be a computer. It could be a smartphone. He said, no, I don't want to go on any sites and look at anything that I shouldn't be looking at. But he's not ready to smash the phone, smash the altar. He's not ready to block out things that it's impossible to, to get to that. Now he's not ready to do. So that's this middle madrig. Now interestingly, just in closing, I found an interesting piece from the Rosh Hashiva Rabbaren Kotlazatzal in Mishnah Rabbi Aaron, where he says this, this paragraph here of the Chavos Havavos seems to be in stark difference, in contradiction or or at least in uh, in conflict, in disagreement with the Mabit. 
the Mabit was a Rishain, later than the Chavis Avovis, but he was a Rishain, and in Sefer Beis Kim, he writes that even Tshuva B'Miktas is also worthy of Kapar. And this is a concept we'll talk about further in the Sefer. But there's this whole idea that the Mabid writes in his Beiselikim in Shara Tshuva, where he says even if a person does a partial Tshuva, he also gets the Mitzvah of Tshuva, and he also gets a partial atonement. That's his Chiddush over there. There the Mabid famously says that the Mitzvah of Tshuva is not like the Mitzvah of, uh, of Tzitzis. Tzitzis, if you put three strings on the four-cornered Beged, you get not three-quarter points, you get zero points. But by tshuva, even though there are several elements of tshuva, even if one does only some of those elements of tshuva, it's called tshuva. Even with just a sincere charata, sincere regret, even just a, a humbling, even just affirming that he's not going to do it anymore, that too gets a kapora. So Rabbi points out this tchavis seems to be a little bit different than that. Although he says a chiddish, he says, Everybody has to agree. Even Chavis has to agree, he says, that there is certainly great merit even to this level. I mean, this is a person who is strong enough to conquer his Yetzirah, which is a tremendous level, a tremendous achievement. And there is schar for that. Says Rabbi has to be that that's a Tikkun Godel, the fact that he's not engaged in Aver anymore. I mean, that is certainly worth something. What the Chavis means is that to, to expect that, look, Hashem, I've been conquering this Yetzirah, and I'm fighting the battle, and I've won time and again. I've lost sometimes, but I've won many times. Sometimes, So the person will expect, give me full atonement for all my sins. Chavis says, no, we have to stop short of that. That we're not ready to give him. The Avoyin Yaakov to be Mechubah, to get atoned for all of that, that the person has to say, I'm finished with this. I'm done with this Avera. Now the truth is, even if a person does fall into a trap again, that's something new. That's like a sincere Balshuva who falls into the trap. That's a new person. That's a new Avera. But this person is not there yet. This person is still leaving room open for, for tempting to do the Avera and hoping to win next time. It's a very interesting psychological standpoint where the person is. And we got to think about it. Are we at that level? Or yet, maybe we're at level number three, the highest level, which Yemesh Hashem will learn tomorrow night. Agutenacht.